Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story before. Big news. The Athletic NBA Show will now bring you even more content through the Athletic Audio Plus. Subscribe now for a free 30-day trial via Apple Podcasts to listen to bonus specials, exclusive interviews, Q&As, and more. And after your trial, it's only $1 a month for access to all Athletic Audio plus bonus content across our entire network of shows. Check out the Athletic NBA Show's latest bonus episode now only on Apple Podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Andrew Schlecht. And I am Alex Spears. And you can join us every Saturday on the Athletic NBA Show for the Saturday Slammin' Jam. We will bring you the most interesting plots and storylines from the playoffs, fun guests, and a weekly trivia show where I attempt to completely embarrass my co-host, Andrew. So grab your coffee, do your chores, and turn up the Saturday Slam and Jam right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Hey guys, it's Dave DeFore. Join me and my buddy Seth Partnow and Moda Keel every Friday right here on the Athletic NBA Show for Nerdishy Road, a podcast that attempts to look at the cutting edge of the NBA and the sport of basketball. Whether it's sports science, a deep dive on X's and O's, tales from the video room, or the next big thing in analytics, you can find it all every single Friday on Nerdishy Road right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Every Thursday morning, after a long night of Wednesday playoff action, just waiting for you in your podcast feeds as you wake up, it's Point of Contention. On the Athletic NBA Show as a part of the Athletic Podcast Network, it's myself, Zach Harper, teeing up the toughest topics and questions to Marcus Thompson and Ethan Sherwood Strauss with Jade Hoy producing every Thursday. Subscribe to the Athletic NBA Show. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to give you some of the craziest and most hard-hitting theories and takes of playoff action possible. And you'll get point of contention right in your eardrums. In fact, if you don't like it, We'll have a point of contention for you right here on The Athletic. Want an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news and trends in the NBA? Listen to the NBA Daily Ding podcast Monday through Friday. Wake up and turn up the NBA Daily Ding to stay informed on all things NBA here at The Athletic and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to The Athletic NBA Show Monday through Friday on The Athletic Podcast Network. I do have a take. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate me. Stop hating. Welcome to Point of Contention. Five subjects, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach. That's Jade producing. Coming up on the show, the Suns are on a run. The Pistons are lottery lucky. We got finders. We got keepers. We got losers and grim weepers. And we got the Ben Simmons conundrum and a pat on the back or a slap in the face. We also have in this corner, Bay Area legend, new homeowner and author of two, counting two books, 
about the Warriors dynasty, the one and only Marcus Thompson. Marcus, got a question for you. Tupac or Biggie? Relax. This is not even a question. What are we doing here? What are we doing? You got a better question with like Biggie or Jay-Z. Biggie or Nas. There's no Tupac or Biggie question. This question doesn't even count. And I love Biggie. Wow. But yeah, nah, it's Pac all day. Wow. What side till I die? What side is motherfucker? Strauss, Ethan, Rick and Morty is back. Have you seen it? And can you give us an instant review? Haven't so haven't seen it. Feel like it fell off after the first couple seasons. Think they're checked out. It's gotten a little too wow. meta. Wow. Okay. Just being honest. I keep trying with Rick and Morty. I promise you I'll be trying. You I don't just, like it? Slob. I can't, oh, I can't get over your the wife, slob. Your wife has way better taste. My wife loves way Rick better and Morty. Taste. Loves Rick and Morty. I haven't seen the new stuff, but the first three seasons, like, genius. Genius. Yeah, I would agree. How do you not? How are you not in? It's, it's, I'm not in. It's oh, just too man. weird for me. I'm not high. I feel, I feel like you got to be high. Well, let's strike one. <laughs> <laughs> right Speaking of strike one, what about take one? Jade, start the clock. Suns, Aiton playing around. Lottery dreams. Nets crumble. Sixers blame game. And Giannis praise Tuesday night. Saw a finish for the ages as the Suns took a 2-0 series lead against the Kawhilas Clippers. With less than a second to go in the game, Jay Crowder lobbed it into DeAndre Ayton, who tipped it in to secure a 104-103 victory. One of the greatest inbound plays of all time. Jay, play the tape. Crowder looking, throws it. Alley, oh, Ayton puts it down. He puts it down. It's over. The final 30 seconds of this game featured four lead changes. And took damn near an hour to complete. Meanwhile, this was a game that got away from the Clippers. Paul George. Ooh. Paul George. Oh, good old Paul George when it comes to the old content machine. Missed two free throws with eight seconds left. And now they got to go back home to try to even this one up. Good news for the Clippers. They're already the only team in NBA history to overcome overcome multiple 2-0 deficits and win in the same postseason. They lost the first two at home. In the first round before overcoming Dallas in seven games, they lost the first two in Utah before beating those fraudulent Jasmine four straight times. <laughs> but they're going to have to do it against Chris Paul, who has yet to play in the series. But CP3 will likely be back for game three. Marcus, are the Clippers done? I mean, they're, they, they were done from the beginning since I picked Phoenix Woo! to go to the finals, right? We all remember yeah, that. Three months we ago. We remember that, right? But... <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't think they're done in the sense of like, they won't find a way to make the series interesting. Paul George is trolling you all. And I, I think you should know this by now. Like he got, he was getting all this love. Everybody was talking how great he was. And he had to 
you know, kind of regress a little bit just to keep you all honest, right? To see if the love was real. And sure enough, he got to see that it wasn't real. Y'all don't really mm-hmm. like Paul George, and you were waiting for mm-hmm. the next opportunity for him to fail. You were waiting mm-hmm. for it. So now mm-hmm. he has another chance to redeem himself and to get revenge and to come back. And that's the best version of Paul George. We don't like everybody love Paul George. We like the pandemic P who needs to crawl himself out of the slime of Twitter hate. And that's what he's going to do again in game three. And then they're going to lose game four in series. <laughs> and it's going to be all that. But I think that I do think they get game three. I do like how they're playing. It's if Luke Kennard is hitting threes and Phoenix, I imagine he'll never miss it in L.A., so they're going to get game three. And then we'll, be, we'll get to be nervous a little bit, just a little bit, and then Phoenix will win mm, again. Classic, classic gentleman sweep. Uh, I like, I should say, the way Zach sounds like Gil from The Simpsons when talking about Paul George. I don't know what that was, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, guy, oh, God, Paul oh, George. Paul oh, Paul George. George. Oh, please, oh, pandemic fee. Oh, Come on. Oh, you can was anybody it. happier than fee. Zach that he missed him free throws? Was anybody happier? Yeah, what's, what's Zach's Yo, hate about? What no, the Zach, hell? You, it's, not, it's not against PG. You just saw an opportunity to troll. Mm. One, I was, in, I was at a comedy show, so I didn't see it live. But two, when I watched the free throws... Following said comedy show at a bar, oh boy, did I laugh! Did I? Because li- I, I just knew that the Suns won. I didn't know how it happened. The funny part was he was sitting there at the comedy show, and it was like a dead spot, and he chuckled, and he just chuckled. <laughs> he didn't even know why. He didn't know what happened. Like everybody's like, "Yo, what, what's funny?" And he just chuckling, and it's because something in his soul told him that Paul George missed a little weird Dennis Scott reprise right there. Except I expect. Paul George to hit free throws in the future. He's a really good shooter. Uh, I don't know what to make of that, by the way. Uh, he had just hit free throws before that point. Maybe that's bad luck. Uh, but it does seem like we are just waiting. The confirmation bias is not on the side of Paul George. We are waiting for him to fail. We are ignoring when he succeeds. And that's just that's just that's just the archetype. That's just what we've done with him. And unfortunately for him, I agree with Marcus. I don't see much of a way out unless there's some sort of medical information about Kawhi Leonard that I am unaware of. And he comes back. It's an admirable fight. The Clippers are putting up. I'm really impressed with what they did against the Jasmine. As Zach said, uh, it's been cool. It's been nice, but it just looks like the Suns are a better basketball team. I mean, because they are a better basketball team. Hey, but can we talk a minute about, how well well hold on if if Kawhi was there i phoenix is still a better basketball team then it's a fight i'm sticking with my prediction can we talk about how they spent 30 minutes over the last two minutes doing all these little reviews and all this ridiculous getting down to the minuscule aspects of the game meanwhile Uh, deandre ayton gets to disrobe zubas in the final moment of the game and it was a legal pick a jersey grab it was like all kind of stuff happened it's like I, I want that version of basketball, though. I'm okay with it. I like that. But every yeah. other aspect, why are we getting down to the, I don't know, uh, we kind of, we got to check for. Uh, the fingernail. Oh, 
a hostile I, act. I'm with like, Ethan. Come on, man. I'm with Ethan. I don't want replays anymore. I don't even want get replays. So I don't even want replays on the broadcast of stuff that happened. That's cool. I, let's just get <laughs> through it, okay? Maybe a little picture in picture. I'm so sick of these breaks. I don't care if they got it right anymore. I know that's not no. how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to nickel and dime these things and make sure that everyone's on the up and up and no one got anything wrong. And I don't care anymore. You missed a tip ball. You missed the shot going in. You thought it was a three and it was a two. I don't give a shit. We got through 50 years of this goddamn league where we didn't yes. care about any of that stuff. And now for the 75th anniversary, I want them to okay 75 mistakes in the game without having to check it. I don't know how yeah. much this here, replay here, here. equipment costs. How about just add a four for F? <laughs> no replay, add a four for F. More eyes on the Well, court. they don't have enough yeah. for big three competent the, the, rounds out there, the, so that might be tough. Wasn't the best part trying to figure out who couldn't be on the court anymore because they had been subbed in, even though they're not allowed to be subbed in. And I couldn't really suss out whether that should be a technical foul or if the ref has discretion to tell everybody, hey, you should probably not have them on the oh, court. I was hoping it's a technical foul. I was all like, that's a T. That's a T. Wrong man on the court. <laughs> Him up. <laughs> I mean, that was unbelievable and unbelievably boring. Somehow it was both things at, yes. at the same time. I rewatched. I rewatched the final um, half of the fourth quarter, right? The final six minutes of it this morning. And rewatch. I watched it for the first time this morning, uh, but I watched that and I, I was like, fast forward. I couldn't believe how fucking long it took. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it was insane i do think i don't think the league is going to adopt what zach is advocating and what i'm advocating i think they're too far down this road i wish they had listened a decade ago or so when i was banging this drum yeah. but it's just mission creep because it's never good enough you always need to look at more stuff and then it becomes well why isn't this kind of play reviewable if that kind of play is reviewable and why is this thing outside of two minutes not reviewable it's just as meaningful as what happened within the right. two minutes and it just keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going and how about refs try your best uh sometimes people will be screwed in bad calls overall That's it will insane. all come out in the wash and the best team will probably win we've got a lot to do in our lives hopefully theoretically uh let's just try to reduce it down to the basketball and not have so much of our lives be consumed by irs audits of what uh, just it's, happened it's, it's going the other way even baseball they're doing it now right I, i'm going with clayton kershaw's plan clayton kershaw yep. said if you're going to check the picture for a substance there got to be a penalty when you get it wrong you know what if yep. if you fall out like somebody elbows you in the sternum and you're about to die and we look at the replay and somehow you barely got touched or it wasn't that bad t you get an extra <laughs> out yeah 100 yeah something like there's got to be a punishment for going to replay for the hostile act and it's I, actually nothing i gotta say i do like i do like uh max scherzer last night getting checked like four times oh. in a game and having to like you know put his hands up i've got the nothing ref, on me i've got really <laughs> felt up his hair you know he really yeah. like rubbed his hair <laughs> Um, do you guys like this color on me, by the way? I'm, I got this like kind of lavender nice. shirt on. Yeah, I like I'm, it. I'm digging it's it. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of summer. You know, it's it's summer league. If, summer league's coming. Yeah, it feels like summer league. It feels like my top pick. Speaking of top pick, Jay, take two. Your chance to win starts here. The Detroit Pistons will select number one overall. They'll have the top pick in the 2020. Need a little bit more base in that. 2021 one. NBA draft. 
No, the Pistons haven't won basketball in a long time. I'm not putting base into they don't D. Get any base no, on, yeah. man, they don't get that yet. You got to win a goddamn game, okay? They won the draft lottery Tuesday. It marks the first time since 1970 the franchise has earned the rights to the number one overall pick in a star-studded draft with a highly coveted prospect at the top in Cade Cunningham. Detroit was finally lucky. They had not won the lottery in the 14 previous appearances, losing slots in six of them. Here's the rest of the list. Tillman Fertitas, Houston Rockets, select number two. We got the Cavs at number three, and we got the Toronto Raptors. Appropriate amount of moves. And Tillman Fertitta, I guarantee it was too much. Edit in some banjo music. (laughs) Edit in some banjo music. The Toronto Raptors moved up to number four. Rest of the top ten includes Orlando, (laughs) OKC, Golden State. Thanks to Andrew Wiggins' contract as they take Minnesota Timberwolves selection. Orlando, which gets Chicago selection, Sacramento, and New Orleans. Ethan, the obligatory question. Who is the big winner of Lottery Tuesday? I, I think it would be the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that would be my, <laughs> my crazy take. We, we, need, we need to roam with the fire. <laughs> it's explosions. <laughs> Air horns. Think that's great for them. Strobe lights. It's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. Congrats on Cade Cunningham. That's really cool for you guys out there in Detroit. Uh, for James Edwards the third, you know, I think that's a fantastic thing for him to cover. I hope he can help my guy Killian Hayes realize his talent. Maybe uh, your uh, guy Killian Hayes. My what? guy Killian Hayes. Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, I, look, I, I hold out hope, especially watching Cameron Payne doing what he's doing. Uh, the French Cameron Payne, I think, uh, hopefully can watch the tape. Remember when Nemanja Nedovic was the the European Derek Rose? Yeah, the European Derek Rose. Does anyone want to be the French Cameron Payne? <laughs> hey, man, I don't think anybody wanted it before, but maybe now. Maybe, maybe now, now. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Nobody wanted it before. Everybody would run from it. But it's amazing what a few weeks do to a reputation. And I think that a few Killian, weeks, he's been in the league like five years. You say Killing Hayes will be great in 2025. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying that Cameron Payne, it went from G League to, wow, this guy led the Phoenix Suns in scoring in a conference finals game. So look, 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 they look. Won. Hey, we're getting derailed. We're getting derailed. Uh, it might be tempting to go Mobley. Would it not be tempting to take a look? To just take a look at the at situation. number one? Yeah, just take a look. I'm not saying they should do it. I mean, just, you think no-brainer, Cade. Here's the look. You, you take the look at the draft order. You're still number one. You take Cade Cunningham. That's the look you take. Ethan, this is Siri. You must be crazy. Are you fucking crazy? this is Siri. He wants him to take a look at Evan Sorry, my, my, my Siri. My, 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 my Siri keeps... Even Siri's like, well, that's a horrible idea. here when I say this. I said, take a look, and I lost my hearing. It was like some... <laughs> ironic punishment from the lord i don't understand it well, but i'm just saying me, I, i'm just saying that i guess you take a look you kick the tires but you probably yeah. just go with cunningham is what i'm saying you take a look at evan mobley and say hey are you cade cunningham no okay <laughs> we're gonna go with cade cunningham um and that's no offense to evan mobley it's just you're not cade cunningham marcus <laughs> let me ask you since i got a couple of warriors uh warriors experts here how disastrous of a trade is this D'Angelo Russell for Andrew Wiggins and now the seventh pick in the 2021 NBA draft? Disastrous for who? Minnesota? Yeah. 
I mean, they traded. I mean, I would I wanted two picks for them. If I'm doing so. Yeah, they <laughs> they kind of got off. For, all yeah. right, <laughs> they, they traded I, for the Ohio Cameron Payne, and you know. <laughs> Oh man! Wow! Oh, wow! Uh, now, to no, be fair, they were thirteen and eleven this year when Cat and D'Angelo Russell played in the same game together. I mean, look, they got a pick to get off Wiggins, right? And yeah. did they miss on D'Angelo? Eh, you know, did they miss on the Ohio campaign? <laughs> Probably, but what if campaign's from Ohio? Where is he from? Nah, he's from Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> Why he can't be the Tennessee D'Angelo Russell, man? That's cold blood. <laughs> so I, I don't. I feel like Minnesota, man. There was a just there was just a time that we thought that thing was a an anvil, right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> on them. So the fact that they got out of it and got one pick, gave up one pick, and got a player they wanted, which weirdly they wanted him, right? I mean, they wanted yeah. him. So so it's like in that sense. They won in hindsight watching watching Andrew Wiggins do something like play defense all year, right? And be a, a solid rotation player. It doesn't look bad. And I if they would have kept their pick, they'd been set. They would have been set. So they did miss a great opportunity. Think about this. They would have added another lottery pick to Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. They still got Malik Beasley. They still got D'Angelo Russell, players they could move. They would have they would have been sitting pretty. Uh so they they did kind of take an L, but I think man, getting off of Wiggins was a big deal for them. So I'm I'm not gonna slight them for that. I am gonna I am gonna ask you this though. You talking about big winners? It's got to be Cleveland. What what is what does Dan Gilbert have? Oh, what well, does he have? The, he's the second richest owner in the league. So let's uh, let's start. So is he, let's pay, start is he buying in. picks? Is he I'm buying? Just saying. There, I'm just it feels saying. like Cleveland is in the top five every year. It's man. unbelievable how they keep winning. It's a little suspicious. It's well, just they don't a keep winning suspicious. on the basketball court. That's no, how they, they end don't. up in the top five picks every <laughs> but year. But neither does Detroit. So <laughs> Dan true. Gilbert's net worth is $40.5 billion. Yeah. I demand an investigation. That's all I'm saying. It's uh, it's it's a little... No, I'm sure all those subprime mortgages were on the up and up. I'm sure that he had yeah. nothing to so do. I just don't get why Cleveland keeps getting in the top, like... And, and I mean, especially the way it's they're not working. Who cares? <laughs> I know they're tricking them off. Uh, you yeah. know who cares? You know who cares? Orlando cares. Uh, uh, Detroit Ma- cares. Maybe don't build a core around Vucevic and Fournier and Gordon. Okay, then you get to like you get a new approach now, and now we can we can decide <laughs> yeah, if you if you matter. Yeah, fact. It's big winners is Cleveland. Hey, so man, what, right, I, I bring back the rigged NBA is what I say. Oh, bring back, I love a rigged NBA. You know, oh it's way better for the story. I mean, lines. come on. How excited are people? How excited are people not just in the Bay Area of the Warriors get the number one pick and the, I don't know, number five pick or number four pick? Pe- mm-hmm. The amount of people who would hate it and the amount of people who would love it would be insane. People would yeah. go crazy. People would love go controversy. Absolutely. Would go nuts. Would go yeah. absolutely nuts if they yeah. got it. You know, it's uh, Adam but Silver's hey, going to do a better let, job let, rigging. Let Detroit live. Zion is going to New Orleans and Kate Cunningham is going to Detroit. I mean, Zion's not there for long. It's an honest NBA. You know, it's an honest NBA. People should be able. Hey, nobody is giving the NBA credit for honest results right now. The results in these playoffs would not be what they've been if it was rigged. And I don't see any of the people who say it's rigged or a conspiracy saying, hey, 
Good on you, Adam Silver. I like that you run a, a clean operation. Ralph Nader, uh, not going to send a letter. It's fantastic. I saw, yeah, Ralph Nader really using his time wisely there. Uh, back in 2002, um, I did see a, I did see a uh, tweet from a me and Al Hassan last night asking how a foul could be called on on Devin Booker early in the game. And then uh, I just clicked on the tweet to see the replies, and someone said, "League's rigging it against the Suns. They don't want them in the finals." Of course, so, you know, not everyone's on board with that. Uh, but I'm with you. If they if they had been rigged, we'd probably see the the Brooklyn Nets already in the finals. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, take ah, look three. At that. Look at that. Finders, keepers, losers, grim weepers. What happened to the old Brooklyn Nets earlier this week? The Nets fell to the Milwaukee Bucks in the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs, and yet another thrilling finish. They also lost Kyrie Irving to a season in injury in game four. James Harden played on one leg pretty much for his time in the series. And Kevin Durant was a beast, an absolute beast, but came a toe away from sending the Nets to the Eastern Conference Finals. Jake, play the tape. The question is, was his toe on the line? And it looks like from that angle, it was on the line. Still a beautiful shot by Durant. Off balance, fading away. A lot to unpack in, in this face. series. Did Nash play KD and Harden too much? As I put it, did Mike Budenholzer, Mr. Magoo, his way into the conference finals? <laughs> you done it again, Magoo. Did Giannis <laughs> finally take the step to true superstar level? Marcus, of all the storylines to pull from this one, which explains the best reason why the Nets lost or that the Bucks won? Man, I'm so tempted to say Boonhoser. <laughs> which one? For, for, oh, you're gonna yeah. cape for Boonhoser? Yeah. No, the opposite. Yeah, you're right. I can't say Boonhoser because we're talking about the reason. Yeah, for we're talking about positive loser. results. Uh, I would like uh, that take. Going, I would like that take. I would no, yeah, lie to us, Marcus. I, I cannot. I cannot do this. Dude's gonna <laughs> Marcus, win a championship. Marcus, he's going to win a championship because he wouldn't. And he's right. Marcus was right, but Marcus freaked the fuck out because Mike Boonhoser would not double Kevin Durant on that final shot Slay in us. regulation. It's like who else is gonna get the ball right now? Scared ass Joe Harris. It's no. unbelievable. Like I just, it's it's malpractice. It feels now. Like. In in fairness, in fairness, that's about that is the shot you would want KD taking if he had to take a no, shot. No, you don't want KD taking the shot. No, that's what you don't, you don't want him taking the shot. That, that that's what you don't want. KD period. could be trying to fart the ball into the room, <laughs> and I would believe it's a good shot. Okay, like he's he's that. Good. Give me Joe Harris <laughs> wide open. Yeah, <laughs> over Kevin Durant with three guys. No, hey, man, I, I agree with the sentiment. I felt the same way. I said, get the ball out of KD's hands, especially with the dearth of threats that Brooklyn had at that moment. Uh, but it should be said that, I mean, he had to do a pirouette. He, it's the longest two possible. It's heavily he contested. He fell. It was, it was only contested because he fell. Like, he slipped. That's why it was good defense. Everyone praising, oh, P.J. Tucker stuck with him because he fell halfway through his dribble, had to get up and turn around and shoot the ball. It's actually, I mean, it's good defense for normal people, but Kevin Durant is not normal. So a 6'5 guy, like, trying to contest, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> That's the yeah. Kevin Durant. Like, what wait, a wait a second. Wait a second. You Nova, say that. Wait, 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 wait. You say that, but what was the last play of the game? What was the last it? play of the game? He missed the shot, not because of PJ Tucker, but because his lung had fell out and was on the other end of okay, the court. But it was Drew like Holiday. It was Drew Holiday <laughs> draped all over him. He single was coverage. Tired. What do you say? He's tired. He was tired Exhausted. in regulation. That's yeah, why he couldn't but, get by PJ Tucker. My, my, 
my point is it, you almost don't get to overtime. You almost don't get the extra five minutes. You're playing with fire. That's it. You're just playing. He just regularly played with fire. He just regularly, stubbornly plays with fire. And I, I it just cost him. And it didn't cost him because of Giannis. Giannis ain't no punk, man. All the for all of the flaws, we can talk about the jumper and the pull up from threes, which is hella irritating. Dude is not man. He is a he is he is about that life. He is going for it. No matter what, he can't make free throws. He's driving. It doesn't matter. He's too like, much about that life. Yeah, yeah. literally <laughs> though. Like literally, oh, but you'd that, rather that be too be much than whatever. You you rather be too much. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Say, we, guys, we don't say that name anymore. That's, we just call him two five. We just call him two five. Sin Bimmons. But yeah. he, I, I just like. <laughs> Like we walk, like I walked away from that series, like, and we talked a lot about Drew, right? Drew is a winner, and he He's really showed. He really showed up at the end of that game, like when it was really time. But man, Giannis, Giannis ain't scared, bro. Like he is not afraid. Uh, flaws and all, he is going for it. And, that, and you know what? That's Kevin Durant too, right? We've seen people not kind of rise to the challenge against that 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 legend uh, against them, and Giannis is just game. Look, it's a straight up game, and it really infuses that team. Uh, like you know, you're watching Chris Middleton play kind of above his head. You're watching Drew Holiday come up with like the huge shots and make the big plays. But part of that is because Giannis refuses yeah. to quit, right? To fold, that, like he's like, I don't care. I'm I'm coming for you nonstop, and you're gonna have to kill me. And it really, it really overcame Bud. Like <laughs> that like little push shot. Him. That little push shot to what you're saying, that push shot that he rattled in over KD in overtime, I thought the Bucks were just done until he hit that. That is the biggest non-game-winning shot, I think, of the playoffs, that one right there. Yep. To just give them life. They were melting And how did he do down. it? So he's like, I'm going to KD's chest. Yeah, like, he, I mean, that was that was great. I would say I, I agree with everything everybody's saying on this. I do wonder, though, if part of Bud's problem, the reason he catches so much hell is that he looks like somebody William H. Macy would play in a movie. He's got the the look of losing. The best way I've seen it is he looks like someone just egged his house. Yeah, yeah. He always looks like that. He's got that look, and then you pan it over. (laughs) I was dying when I heard that. When I hear that, was that... Then, I then was, you, when I heard that, I was crying. Then you pan the camera over, and Steve Nash looks like a soap opera actor. And surprise, surprise, catches no flack for playing Kevin Durant 48 minutes in Game 5 in a series where ultimately his team got exhausted and KD went 0-5 in overtime because he's just gas. I know they nearly won it, but so... Little questioning, I think, of Steve Nash decisions relative to what we would see uh, if Bud had lost this game. And Bud got more criticism and victory than Steve Nash got in defeat. I'm just saying looks looks and manner matter. One of them teams was playing without their star point guard and with their other star playing with one leg and clearly can't do anything on the court. It shouldn't have been close. <laughs> yeah, but that happened. I mean, but that the happened. The other one was playing, out, playing without Dante DiVincenzo. Like, that's what the other <laughs> one was playing without. Hey, I understand the circumstances. I get it. But I also does think like he's got a I, flash in his back pocket and he's doing that Russell Westbrook <laughs> meme over there. Like, <laughs> I agree with what everybody's saying. I do think, though, that playing KD in, in game 548 minutes, that bears some questioning. I mean, you do need to, you do need, you need to win it's the next wild, series, yeah. too. You do need to try to win the next series, and that's risking something considering the injuries before. I just felt like that kind of skated because he was so incredible in that game, and everybody went, 
Oh, fantastic. But the weirder one might have been James Harden, 46 minutes off the hamstring injury. That was 52. also... Bud, mean, lo- Bud, Bud looks like he can't figure out why the DVR didn't record that Jeff Foxworthy special. <laughs> I mean, he, whoo, he just it's the musk of losing. I don't want to insult the man. I'm sure if I coached a team, I have no idea what people would say about my visage. But yeah, he just doesn't so inspire. Yeah, it doesn't so inspire confidence. He always no. looks angsty and confused. I mean, either um, this Doc, though, right? Doc be on the side like, <laughs> Looking like a therapist who gave up. Well, oh, speaking yeah. of, take four. The Sen Bimmons conundrum. Last week on the show, we talked about 2-5 struggle from the free throw line, forcing him to be benched late in games. This week, people are asking about the best trade scenarios after he melted down in game seven against the Hawks, including being six foot ten, athletic, and afraid to wide open dunk. Because Trey Young was also nine feet away. Usually is. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. He was afraid to go up for that. 2-5 has shown plenty of promise. His size and quickness, his passing, being one of the league's most versatile defenders. But with another disappointing early playoff exit, the facade around 2-5 in Philadelphia appears to be crumbling. The top two voices in the 76ers locker room, Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid, both expressed issues that 2-5 has after Sunday's Game 7 loss. Jade, lay the tape. Doc, you think Ben Simmons can still be a point guard for, for a championship team like the one you guys want to become? Yeah, David, I don't know that question or the answer to that right now. You know, so I don't know the answer to that. Simmons, he cleared out for him. Tapping his way in. Spins on Gallinari. Gives it up. Oh, he was right there. And a foul as Thibel goes to the basket. Boy, Simmons uncontested had a layup, but he leaves it for Thibel, who makes something out of it. And it's if they're the taking me in because of the fact that I live in Missouri, I'm just a patsy. What, uh, what needs to be done? I mean, obviously, this is, this is hurtful. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's, that's between Ben and I. Hey, Joel, uh, what was the moment for you personally tonight where your, your belief in what uh, you had in terms of this being the Sixers year turned to the recognition that, that it just wasn't going to happen? No, not to say it, um, but I thought the turning point was just, you know, we had uh, an open shot. And, you know, we made, been shot. He's been shot. Hey, Oswald has been shot. There's the man with a gun. Yeah, that's that's between Ben and I. However, both Doc and Embiid were to blame as well. Doc's play calling was highly questionable at the end, and we all know his playoff stats. 29 career losses with a chance to clinch a playoff series. He's lost a bunch of Game 7s. He's lost a bunch of Game 7s at home. Bede's performance in Game 7 can also be scrutinized. Ethan, who is really to blame here amongst the 76ers options? And will 2-5 be a warrior next year? Oh, wow. I mean, Marcus has some thoughts on that. Marcus might have written a column on that. Yeah, when you keep saying 2-5, it sounds like a California proposition that you're telling us not to vote for. 
I'll just uh, let you know. I just said this on Basket Buds uh, the other day on Sunday. Well, we recorded Sunday for Monday. Uh, because of the fraudulence, the overwhelming, consistent fraudulence of one Sen Bimmons and one Goody Robert, I will just be referring to them as 2-5 and 2-7 from here on out. Wow. We got we, we to gotta get the fraud alert, though. If 2-5 if passes, we will all lose. If 2-5 passes, we all lose indeed. Uh, Vote yes. no on 2-5 and 2-7. <laughs> I mean... And when? That's greatness. That's a goat. That's a guy you respect. Fraud. Look, the thing that makes me really wary about the Ben Simmons situation is what the people closest to him on the team say because there are guys who melt down in the playoffs and people will speak up for them and say hey you know we don't worry about him or hey he can get as good as he wants to be that's what they were saying on the inside set it's a bad sign when the guys on the inside set are saying better things about Ben Simmons than what Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid are saying so that that makes me concerned I should say Uh, look I think you you explore it. You make a phone call if you're the Warriors or a bunch of other mm-hmm. teams. You try to do your reconnaissance. You look into it. You see why this happened. But that's one of the reasons why I'm not just gung-ho, all in, buy low, a trade for Ben Simmons. It's worrying to me when the people who know Ben Simmons best are saying, yeah, mm, mm, I don't even know if you should trade for him, frankly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not a great sign. It's not ideal. You, you know who's to blame? I'll tell you who's to blame. Ooh. Especially in light of what we've heard Get since then and what we heard from Doc and them. Get him. Daryl Morey is to what? blame. Daryl what? Daryl Morey is to blame. How do you not have a point guard by now? How? How do you not He's even been, have it, another it, option? He hasn't you, even been there a year. Wait, what do you mean by now? You, yeah. You had all year. You had all year. You had all year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, George, George, Hill. Hill. George Hill was the answer. Absolutely. He's always George the answer Hill. in the playoffs. He's always, <laughs> someone always trades for him. He's a big shot. Marcus is a genius. I, the the I way know. he flipped what? it, the way he flipped it, he had all year. You had all year. He literally hasn't been there a year. You had all year. You don't, you don't come through, you don't pull off the James. Hard it's been deal. there eight months. <laughs> you don't get to pull off the James Harden deal. You can't get your old boss to pull a trigger. Come on. How can you not know how to play Tillman for what is, what is, is Daryl Morey a president? The first 100 days, the legislative package? Yes. yes. And then number two, how do you, Kyle Lowry sitting right there. Sitting right there. You're still playing the, if you got Kyle si- Lowry. The Sixers hired Daryl Morey October 28th. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It Sounds is like June 23rd. Time to me. Sounds like plenty time to me. I they've don't had, understand. You weren't allowed to trade. You weren't allowed to trade as of March 25th. You weren't allowed to trade. All I'm saying, look, he had he had the information. He had five less than five months to make Bro, a what, trade. What do you need? What do you need? What they've you had Daryl Morey for like a third of a pandemic. <laughs> what do you need? I don't know what you need. How, tell me how long he needs. Three years. He's three oh years to make a trade. Got to get a point guard in there. I, I, by the way, I do think though it's. Hey, primary responsibility is on Ben Simmons, but when you see a guy descending nah, it's into... It's, it's clearly Ben Simmons. It, it, it's right. clear, but you do wonder if the messaging around him or the people working with him are not ideal, especially when they've had this issue with Fultz, where they've had another player who who has the shooting yips. You, you do wonder if 
they're doing something wrong. Something's not exactly right. But I, even if I agree that the primary responsibility is on the player, you have to get yourself better, even if it's suboptimal conditions. You know, Steph Curry was getting better when it was Jerry DeGregoria or whoever else uh, on the Warriors staff. Um, you know, I, I do wonder if it's not the most optimal environment. But if you do know he's not working, right? If this is the thing, he's not putting in the work. He's not trying to prove himself. This didn't start in the playoffs, mm. right? Mm. Like, so you kind of knew this, right? You you kind of had the the ability to be prepared. I don't like why why we've seen the story before. We've seen it, Zach. Like we we've saw what's going to happen in the playoffs, and here you are again in the exact same position of please, Ben, please shoot. Like like we. It's almost not even his fault. <laughs> he just no. is who he is. No, it's his, his fault. fault. He wouldn't dunk fault. a basketball. Yeah, the dunk a basketball is crazy. That's when like, I gave up. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah, nah, I I'm will. I'm willing to be pragmatic. No, no, I, gave up, I gave up on the replay when I saw it was Trey Young. Like, I, I don't know why. I just presumed, like, it was somebody over 60. Gallo Lumen. Right? It was Trey Young. Gallo Lumen. Gallo Callum Lewin sounds like a DJ set. I said, I said though, I said it. How did they not? Just another reason why it's Daryl Morey's fault. How did they not get Wendy Rhodes in there to sit this dude on the couch? Like, come on, man! Like he, this is clearly in his head. Danilo, Danilo Gallinari averages point point four blocks per game for his career. Yeah, but how many looms? How many looms? That's many true. Looms? He is a loomer. More looms in the Middle Ages, this guy. It's incredible. Hey, Lumen is an underrated stat. It's very, it's very Rudy oh, Gobert-esque, right? Yeah, it's right, it's right up there with screen assist is the, is the loomer. Oh, God. Rudy Gobert, we didn't even who talk said, about him. Hey, oh, said, God. Said, what is it? Uh, the, the Illuminati. Zach, who said uh, the screen? Screen assist, he's got one. Like, he's watching the game. You know who said that? That was me. His screen assist moving forward. One, watching these playoffs on the screen because his ass got sent home. By Terrence oh, Mann. No offense to Terrence oh, Mann. Jeez, he was. Basket, I mean, I do wonder a, if we're going. I do wonder if we're going hard on Gobert, and he had some sort of meta. I, I worry if there was an injury, just because he looks so bad in that. Why you don't out. worry about an injury for Ben Simmons? I mean, because I, what if Ben Simmons didn't, Ben Simmons didn't look injured. Rudy Gobert was wobbling out there. He was he was teetering out there. He looked like he's always I mean, teetering. The part that gets that people aren't talking about with Gobert and. Uh, we're missing it. Reggie Jackson and Paul George were driving to the rim on him. In, into his chest. Yes. They were like, I'm getting to the rim on him. That's the problem. Forget all the cover in the corner and three. And, uh, all right. I got it. You sh- Reggie Jackson should not be getting layups on ben Go- or Rudy Gobert. It just shouldn't be happening. He should be wiping all that stuff away. R- Reggie Jackson thought it was like one of those sizzle reels in the summer for training. Like that's what he thought when he saw him on him. When he saw two seven, that's what he saw. <laughs> that that's an indictment right there. Like in the playoffs, dudes are feeling free to drive the lane yeah. and get to the rim. Like right. not nah, be at least hard foul them dudes or something. I think it's I a- think they detected weakness. I think we're maybe burying Rudy a little too early. Didn't he have some sort of hip issue? I I don't know. I, it just seemed like. It seemed like with yeah, the big problem was men, his hips had to be on the perimeter. That's the problem. That's the, the problem hip issue. is the problem is we just we wait too long and we take too long to recalibrate what we think about these players. We'll say, "Yo, this person is a superstar," and then they'll show us that they're not, and then it's like, "Okay, now you just got to shift the paradigm on them." Like mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is not a superstar. 
Like, so don't even evaluate him from that perspective, right? Like, evaluate him from the perspective of Andrew Wiggins, right? Like, or just, you know, like, if you're expecting Ben Simmons to save your franchise, like, you already failed. Like, even Rudy Gobert, like, stop propping this guy up as some kind of all-world, I'm going to change, you know, I'm, I'm, my defense is going to hey. stop the glow. Like, stop He's it. great in the regular really season. He's- He'll get you a top seed. Like, he's really good. In the regular season. But what happened, though? What happened with Gobert? Because he didn't he didn't even look like that guy in the regular season, man. He looked it was so it was painful to watch. It was he looked he looked like he looks in the playoffs. That's what he looked like. Maybe he has a hip injury in the playoffs every single year. Is it nerves? Is that what it is? What is it? I think it's just game planning, man. Like you can you can a random nice random Tuesday in the NBA. Like, yeah, like I don't I'm not prepared to go up against Rudy Gobert. Give me a couple of games in a seven game series. I'll exploit it. Like that's what yeah. Dorian Finney Smith was that's talking what shit. The playoffs are Dorian you know Finney I, Smith was like when I saw that Gobert was on me tonight, I knew I was going to get a lot of shots. Yeah, I think that it's a situation where these guys are exposed to a certain degree and shrunk, which is understandable on a human level. But Ben Simmons embarrassed, shrunk. Rudy Gobert started getting embarrassed, shrunk. Giannis started getting embarrassed with the free throws, and he just went harder. And mm-hmm. maybe that's a superstar. But there, yeah, that, that, that's how you know you're a superstar. But the problem is, like, you you pull Rudy Gobert. Stop treating him like a guy who's like, oh, I agree. he has to be on a Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder. Or adjust, adjust the defense. Yeah. I mean, just defense the game now you know, I think Quinn Snyder is an excellent coach. <laughs> I love Quinn Snyder. <laughs> I'm friends friend, with Quinn friend Snyder's mine, family. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine. We play, we talk, play squash together. I talked to him just before the show. But I'm texting with him right now. I just got a text. I just got a text. But if he's not fired, (laughs) bye. At the end of this sentence. What the hell is going on? 3 p.m. It is not just age. It's accomplishments. It's experience. I had far more experience than many others that sought the office of the president of this country as much experience in the Congress as Jack Kennedy did when he sought the presidency. I will be prepared to deal with the people. We bring to this endeavor. Senator Benson. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Senator. Jack Kennedy. I serve with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jail by our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. I do not believe that any of us would exchange places with any other people or any other generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor We'll light our country and all who serve it. And the glow from that fire can truly light the world. That's a real slap in the face. Speaking of take five, pat on the back or a slap in the face on Wednesday night. The Bucks and the Hawks opened up the Eastern Conference Finals. 
And you can't tell that we're recording this before the tip because, oh my God, can you believe the win by the Bucks? Hawks. Editing whatever works. Giannis <laughs> and Trey Young both reaching new heights in this playoffs thus far will face off in a very exciting series. I'll call it right here on Tuesday. Wow. Giannis was asked about Trey Young. He's an amazing player, Giannis said. Tuesday Ouch. of Trey Young per Ouch. ESPN's Malika Andrews. What he can do for his Town size, business. it's unbelievable. What he's done in a three-year span is unbelievable. He's got to keep getting better, keep believing in himself, and the sky's the limit for him. Marcus? That sounds good. No, that is no, such that a is, backhanded compliment. That is you know what such that is? A pat on you top know what of that the is? Head. That, English that isn't is, his first language. Come no, on. No, it's it's when someone says like like, hey, how how do they look? And like, oh, they look good for them today. Like yo, like John, John, John looks good for him. You know. That John I, usually I, looks like, like how a you real guys slob. are talking. It's like how you guys are talking about. It doesn't even guy. matter what he meant. I'm telling you, I bet you this is how Trey took it. Who is he? To, I need to get better. What? And that that just turned this series up, Lisa. Right? That's what tur- the the reason Game One was so intense and so physical and so mm-hmm. hype was because Giannis turned it up by patting this dude on top of the head. This mm-hmm. is the Greek Nigerian version of "Don't worry about." Remember what Katie said? Don't worry about things above you. Yeah, <laughs> at the top of things. <laughs> Don't worry about what's going on. What was going on at the top of things? He was like, "Yeah, man, he just got to keep getting better, and you know, pretty soon." He'll Good be job, on my skip. level. He'll be Good job skipper. <laughs> he'll be with me. Like job I sport. can't believe people are like, oh, Giannis. Everybody was like, oh man, Giannis is so kind. Such a such, such a deferential superstar. He's not intimidated at all. No. He literally patted the dude on top of the head, like, hey, you'll be good. Hey man, hey man, hey man. That was a pass too. That was not a shot there by Trey Young. Wow. Now back to back assist by Trey Young on those high screen rolls. Oliver with a nice goal. As hurt people, if we believe that he's trying to slight him, I guess we can say hurt people hurt people because people have been doing the inverse of this to Giannis time and time again. That's what Harden did. It's, hey, he's not really that good. No bag. He's just athletic and big. You know, he's not I wish I could be seven feet and just run down the floor and dunk. Yeah. So they've been doing that to Giannis. Giannis has now flipped it and said, so skilled, so little. (laughs) <laughs> he's just got to keep getting better what, what was the end of the quote he's got to he, he said something like he's gotta the keep sky's the limit for him just yeah. keep getting better believe in himself believe in and yourself the sky is the limit that's what you say to a believe. fucking kid who wants to make the yeah, he's funny team. too like he went and talked to the school right yeah. like he's, hey, hey Giannis, think? Uh, you think i can make jv this year hey man you just got to keep getting better Believe in yourself. The sky's, sky's the limit the for you, Tommy. Well, and did, did anybody think that uh, Trey Young had a deficit of confidence or self-esteem? That's what's also funny about it. Hey, like, that's what's hilarious. No if thought, only this no, guy no who shoots from Jason 35 Terry. feet. <laughs> no one thought Jason Terry was lacking confidence. And then Dwayne Wade held up his hand a little too long in game two of the finals. And all of a sudden, it was like extra motivation. I mean, just, it's... Yeah. Come on, Ethan. You got to admit, that was a little... Look... I don't know how he meant it. I just know that the man, I don't know how he would have said it in Greek. Uh, who knows? But I'm glad he said I'll it. Give it, happy he I'll said give it. it. Absolutely. I'll, I'll give it to you that he probably didn't mean it that way, but that's how it sounded. And I bet you that's how Trey took it. If and someone told me to it. keep believing in myself, 
I would oh, punch them in the face. Especially after what Trey has done in these playoffs. Yeah. Like, like what? You just took out the one seed. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that was funny. Keep believing in yourself. You gotta believe I, in these man, buckets. If you just keep working on your game, keep like, work, keep getting better. Believe in yourself. The sky's hey, the limit. Trey. I, I've got, I've got a random thought because people are arguing whether this is good or bad for the NBA to not have the overdogs, not have the name brands. I'm kind of wondering. I wonder. You know, is this really all about Giannis becoming a household name or is Trey Young the guy? I mean, this Ooh. is kind of Southern Derrick Rose, but maybe even more flair. I mean, I don't way more flair. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it's going to be determined by how good the Hawks can consistently be and whether we're going to elevate. Hold on, are you saying is Giannis taking a shot because he knows it's between him and Trey for the next? I'm not I'm not overanalyzing it like that. I just think when people say stuff like. This is great for the next generation. I, I think, yeah, maybe. It's not like Jokic going to the conference finals made Jokic jerseys fly off the shelves necessarily. But I do right. think there's something to the idea that Trey Young could be a real superstar if he believes in himself. And only if he believes in himself, uh, he could get there just because he's got he's got the whole package. He's got the stuff people are into. And uh, I'm just thinking, because, you know, when people extend it to, I don't know if Devin Booker is that guy. I just don't. I think Devin Booker is awesome. I think he's an amazing Man, I think player. If, I think if he does in the finals, I think he can become think, that guy. What you mean? You don't think he can Devin be, Booker's that guy? He can be like that the guy, household pal? star, that kind of thing. He's I mean, got the I, attitude for it. He's got the game for it. Well, I think what's interesting is you almost Bobby need is. one of these dudes. You need one of these dudes to become a top five player, I guess is what I'm thinking. I mean, Giannis can be that, but right. that's that's the question. Can, can Devin Booker or Trey Young, if they keep believing in themselves, get to be a top five better? player? And keep getting better. Um, I mean, that's such a messed up thing to say. I don't care that it's second language or whatever. That's such a messed up thing to say. I do think it's interesting, the idea that um, creating his, I, I was actually talking about this with someone earlier today of when Jordan was gone, right? It was, is it Iverson? Is it Grant Hill? Is it Vince Carter? Is it Shaq, Kobe, you know, T-Mac? Who's the next one, right? And LeBron will be gone soon enough at some point. Steph, yeah. you know, won't be far behind him. And so, like, these playoffs kind of possibly giving way to that, unless we just concentrate on, man, Chris Paul finally gets get his out, due. Get out of my you column, know? man. It, well, that's the uncomfortable thing when I look at the landscape is that just because LeBron and Steph leave doesn't actually mean somebody enters to take their place. It didn't happen. But, Jordan but the left. The quest for it is interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The quest yeah. for it, though. And the marketing behind that quest is interesting. Like what decisions get made by the league. Yeah. But yeah. you're right. We might not even know who that player is. It might be Kate. Right. I mean, it, it will eventually happen. But not I think Detroit. there's this there's this idea that, OK, He's well, you know, Jordan, Jordan leaves. And then for a while, there was nobody. And the NBA was in a bad way because, you know, maybe you get a little bit of Iverson. But yeah. Not enough success, and eventually it's Kobe. Eventually it's LeBron, and then you've got those guys. I mean, but what it, was there, that, there was like a, a three-year span. I mean, like, I think for Kobe 01, to Kobe be broke out, but I think Kobe to be like Kobe was. I mean, Kobe is this that main face. That main face of the league oh, yeah, was post Shaq. Yeah, you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that yeah, that was post Shaq. Like the NBA, I'm, I was like, I'm oh, right about yeah. this. Where the NBA had this big dip post Jordan that it got itself out of. And then, you know, by 2010, it was really rolling, right? And then, you know, on into Steph. And so, I just don't know who's going to be that guy. I don't know who's picking up, picking up the torch. And maybe I don't know. the dip yeah. came after Shaq, though, after mm -hmm. Kobe Shaq. 
I mean, the Kobe Shaq Lakers were huge. Yeah, that was that was that yeah, was a massive. big deal. But after massive, that, yeah. I think like mid two thousands, it was yeah yeah mid two thousands was rough. Yeah. Nets, yeah, you know, when the Dream Team was bad, when Team USA was bad too. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, 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 those yeah. Nets conference finals. You know, Nets I mean, Spurs. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, it's just that was that was rough. That, that was the rough. kids listening. The New Jersey Nets. Yes. Yes. They were, they were, yeah, and for the kids listening, San Antonio Spurs were actually a dynasty once. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they were. You know that old guy that just talks about politics all the time in interviews? He was actually like the greatest coach of all time. You know, you know, you know the president Snow from the Hunger Games? That was a coach for an NBA team. <laughs> using the references they understand. Um right. you but, think they're yeah. in Hunger Games? We got that on I mean, TikTok. I have no idea. I don't know what the kids are up to. Uh, but yeah, I don't know who that next guy is going to be. I think it could be Zion in the right circumstances. I think if if Trey Young, I mean, we keep making the joke, but if he does make some sort of Steph Curry leap, he could be that guy. Uh, it's very unclear. I think it's clear that the LeBron Steph era has a, a shelf life, but I don't think what's clear is what's going to kind of lead the league after that. Might be Luca. I think we know what tanked the NBA during those mid aughts. It was three straight MVPs to Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. I think that's what I think that's what tanked. That's it. what did it. No, I heard that's it was the Malice it. in the Palace. That's what I heard. Oh God, I missed that. Do oh, you think that's possible? Dude, I'm, I, I'm giving away <laughs> ideas. I'm going to write this article. I need to do an investigation of what the hell tanked the league during that time and what the hell untanked the league because it was this massive turnaround. It was this massive dip and massive turnaround. It was I think LeBron. it was Le- LeBron and Kobe. LeBron, right? yeah. But, or was it the I, rule changes? The, the, the rule changes facilitated. Find out in the future on theathletic.com. Ah, That's going to yes. do it for this week's point of contention. Don't forget, you got to subscribe to all of the shows. Do not leave a single show Yo, out. If y'all I swear not to God, if y'all not Marcus is going to come to your home. If you're oh not listening God. on Monday, something is wrong with you. Mm, Monday, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all I don't days. know about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Mondays is the day. <laughs> You find that on the Athletic Podcast <laughs> Network, House of Strauss, Warriors Plus Minus, No Dunks, and many more for Ethan Strauss, for Marcus Thompson, for Jade Hoy. I'm Zach Harper. We will see you and yell at you next time right here on the Athletic NBA Show.